On October 10th, 2019, three-year-old Arabella Parker suffered a brutal beating by her mother's boyfriend, Jared Burgess. In the media frenzy that followed, several questions arose surrounding the history of abuse, the alleged reports, and who's to blame. After the child's death on November 22, 2019, one question remains prominent. How do we prevent this from happening again? Bringing you the facts of the case of the murder of three-year-old Arabella Parker, this is About Last Night, a true crime podcast. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC. Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice, joined today by Amanda Parker. Amanda is the sister of Arabella Parker. Samantha Delcamp had Arabella with Amanda's father, Carl Parker. Though separated by several years, Amanda and Arabella shared a close relationship at the beginning of Arabella's life, and, towards the end, Amanda tried to get her little sister out of the situation that she was in. So, tell me a little bit about, like, what Arabella was like. Um, she was very, always, like, chirpy, cheerful, always smiling. I don't think there was a time around her that she was ever, like, upset or anything like that, you know? Right. She was a very little girl, even if she didn't talk much. Her expression said it all. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the relationship that you had with your sister. Um, I mean, it was all right. I didn't really get to see her too often just because of Sam. Like, I was more involved in her baby years until she was, like, maybe like, two, and then Sam stopped letting me see her and why, why wasn't Sam a fan of you being around her? Um, we just got into disagreements about things, and then she got with Jared, and I obviously wasn't fond of that because she was with my dad, and she, like, kind of, like, cheated on him in a way, so I wasn't happy with that. So, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, with Sam and Jared um, kind of leading up to what happened, did you ever... Like, what were your feelings on their relationship and their treatment of Arabella? Did you ever have, like, suspicions with that stuff or anything? Um, at first, I didn't have any suspicions, but then I heard Arabella broke her leg. And then I started, like, I grew up with Jared, so, like, what I knew of him at that point, I mean, I didn't think too bad of him, but then I heard about Arabella's broken leg, and then I heard about his past with his ex and being, like, abusive towards her, so then I started getting a little worried. According to Amanda, as she became aware of the mistreatment of her sister, including both the physical abuse and her living situation with Harry Young, she began making reports to children and youth, and she asked friends and family members to do the same. Were there any incidents like leading up to, you know, obviously what happened on the day that your sister was beaten? Were there any incidents leading up to that? that you were aware of or like did you make any reports to police or children and youth or anything like that um i did make reports as soon as i heard about arabella's broken leg uh and i also made reports like on sam when she was living with harry so you knew uh, about that had, situation yeah i also had like family and friends like call like once we like started hearing like more about arabella 
being like beaten and stuff. And do you know? Yeah, do you know like whatever came of all those reports that you made and that you were having people make? Um, to my knowledge, it was unfounded. (laughs) Okay. Um, so obviously, you know, you just said you were aware of the situation with her living with Harry Young. Like, how'd you find out about that? And what was your first reaction? Well, I always knew of Harry. I mean, we were kind of like close growing up, but Sam would like leave Arabella alone with Harry. So, I mean, I did go over there to see her on a couple of occasions, but I just, I wasn't fond of it just because of Harry's background. Okay. And then when I found Sam was leaving Arabella alone with her, it kind of made me a little worried because, you know, what he did to past people. Amanda said that Arabella looked like a completely different little girl. She had lost a lot of weight and did not look like the joyful girl she had previously been. Leading up to October 10th, when you, you know, if you had seen her kind of close to when that happened, did you have any, like, indications that she was previously injured? Well, from, like, pictures that I had and then recent pictures, like, I could just tell that it didn't even, it looked like two different little girls. Like, she lost a lot of weight, you know, her face was really sunken, so you could definitely tell that something was going on that shouldn't have been going on. Right. We'll be right back. The America's Hose Company has been serving Sunbury and the surrounding community since 1893. Today, they respond to emergencies with multiple ambulance crews and a tower within the Sunbury Fire Department. Their social club is a hot spot for many Sunbury locals looking for a relaxed environment and a home-cooked meal after a long day on the job. Their menu offers the classics along with a new special every day at an affordable price for the whole family. Come and enjoy yourself for good food, good drinks, and good friends. Amanda found out about the beating of her sister on October 10th from Mandy Kegler, Arabella's aunt who we heard from last week. Tell me about October 10th, 2019. Like, how did you find out about what happened? What did you do? Um, like, tell me your side of your, the story from your point of view, I'll say. Um, so Mandy actually messaged me and told me Arabella was in the hospital. But like, like, I, I didn't think it was to the extent it was. Like, I had no knowledge how bad it really was until I got there. So I went up there, like, as soon as she texted me, and, yeah, well, Sam wouldn't really let me back. We almost got into a fight in the hallway, but then children and youth kind of, like, overruled her and made Sam come out and let me go back, so. And did Sam tell you, like, what had happened? Like, how did you find out about that from police, from Sam, from Mandy? Um, Just from, like, hearsay from, like, Bonnie, Lou, Mandy... Sam obviously, you know, said she had no part of it, and she kind of was still going with just, like, the little seizure story that there was no abuse. At that point, nobody really knew what happened other than what the doctors were saying. Like other members of Arabella's family, Amanda visited her sister in the hospital as much as she could. So during the 44 days that your sister was in the hospital, um, 
Like, were you visiting a lot? Were you spending a lot of time there and with, like, the rest of her family? I went up as much as I could between work, and I also, like, at that point, I didn't have my own vehicle, so I had to rely on people to take me up there. I was up there uh, quite a few times, not as much as I would like to, but I tried my best. Right, of course. Um, what did you think of Sam's involvement at that time? Like, did were you satisfied with how much she was there, with the way that she was acting about the situation? Uh, I wasn't really satisfied, no. Um, every time I went up there, she was, like, either in the bathroom doing who knows what, or I think the one time that I went up there, she, like, left with Jared. She just left, like, as soon as I got there with Jared. So, I mean, she didn't really act like how a mother would when their child's in that situation. Right. We'll be right back. When my car is giving me a hard time, BNS Automotive is the first place I call. Located on Front Street in Sunbury, they have been servicing vehicles for 16 years. It's the place I trust to provide quality work at a fair price that I can afford. Providing all your automobile needs, including inspections, oil changes, tune-up services, alignments, and more. Call BNS Automotive at 570-495-4963. BNS Automotive. Quality vehicle work for less. The Steve Volko Show also reached out to Amanda and asked her to come on the show for the episode featuring Samantha. So, a little bit in, obviously, Samantha left to do the Steve Volko Show, and you were involved in that as well, right? Yeah. So how did you get involved on the show? Um, they actually reached out to me. And I, um, I just agreed to it just because the whole lie detector test thing. And, I mean, I'm glad I went at the end of the day because Sam pretty much self-incriminated herself by the way she acted on the show. And I feel as that played a big part in her going to jail. Right. So did you agree with, like, the way that Steve handled the show and everything? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, you know, you said that that kind of led to her arrest. So did you expect arrests in this case, like with Jared and Christy and Sam? Was that something that you were kind of just like waiting for, like you expected to happen? I mean, I was hoping for it. I mean, for a little bit there, I had some doubts that like Sam, people were going to believe her pity me stories. But like the more I started hearing things, like I knew eventually something was going to happen, especially to the extent Arabelle's condition was. Right. So you were hopeful for arrests. You wanted yeah. you wanted them arrested. Definitely. Okay. Um, so aside from the Steve Wilco show, I mean, there was a ton of media coverage during this time. So what was your experience and your feelings about that? I mean, there was a lot of people that reached out and were very supportive, you know, to me and everyone else. I mean, there was a few negative Nancys, but I just kind of ignored that. Right. But for the most, all pretty good. You know, I think everyone pretty much came together as a community, so. So with Samantha's sentencing coming up, what are your kind of, like, hopes or thoughts on that? Well, I'm hoping she gets more than what Jared got, but the reality is she probably won't. I mean, at the end of the day, justice is never really served, so... 
I don't think any sentence will really make me happy. Right. I don't think that they should get. Yeah. What would satisfy you if they were charged with? Well, I think they should have got life in prison and uh, not the... Hom- what was the one charge that they got? It was, like, second-degree homicide or something. I think they should have got, like, the fullest one. Yeah. Obviously, like, self-meditated in a way, even though they apparently don't have the evidence for that. Yeah. Like, you so. said that justice is never, like, truly served. So I was just wondering, like... What do you think, like, what would bring justice in your eyes? Them all to get life in prison. I mean, that would make me a little happy. (laughs) Right. Okay. All still young, except Christy, obviously. So they're going to have a life to live, especially Jared. He's only my age. So what? He gets 25 years. He'll be like 50, 60 by the time he gets out. So he'll still be able to walk the streets eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't happen at all for any of them. We'll be back after this. Do you have an old machine that's giving you a hard time? TNL Repairs will fix up your tools to have them working like new. They have experience with snow blowers, push mowers, weed eaters, chainsaws, and rototillers, and are willing to take on new projects upon consideration. Call Logan at 570-259-5352 to fix up those old tools sitting in your garage. T&L Repairs, making your old machines work like new. Like others have also indicated, Amanda does not think that children and youth handled this case to the best of their ability. And of course, um, like you said, you were making reports at this time, and you said that you had others also making reports at this time, so what, what is your feeling about how, like, authorities or children and youth handled the reports and handled the situation? I didn't think they did a very good job. I don't think they even looked into it. I don't think they really even went there and checked for marks because, according to the doctors, it should have been visible. I just, I don't think they did anything right that they should have. And what... What were your first thoughts when you heard what the doctors, like what Dr. Bellino said about the past injuries and how much pain she would have been in? Like what was going through your head? Um, like it's, it's just sickening and I don't understand how none of the children youth case workers that supposedly went out there and checked her didn't realize that. So it makes it seem like, did they really ever go out there? You know, did they ever really check? Amanda spoke to Jared Burgess while he was in prison and got his side of the story. She said that he blamed Samantha for what happened, and while she wanted to believe him because of their previous friendship, she just couldn't. I think when Jared was in jail, did you speak to him? Yeah. And how did that go? Like, what did he have to say? Um, he obviously put the blame on Sam. I honestly didn't even really remember it. I wasn't even in a good two-spot at that point in my life. Um, it was just, you know, he was just blaming Sam for all of it. I only remember bits and pieces of the conversation due to the court hearing. Yeah. And did you, like, believe him? I wanted to, just because he was one of my childhood best friends growing up, but, no, deep in my gut, I knew that. Right. He thought was going on. And did you have any conversations with his mom about what had happened? 
she did reach out to me i didn't really like entertain it at all she right. did call me and i just i kind of listened to what she had to say just like when it all first happened but it was just all you know jared was innocent sam did it all so yeah she tried to reach out after that but i didn't entertain it or talk to any of them because more things started to come into light and i didn't want nothing to do with any of them did sam ever try to reach out and talk to you after she no. was arrested never and do you have any like contact or did you recently with any of like her sisters or the rest of her family yeah i talked to like bonnie and i talk here and there same with lou and mandy we all you know check them in each other once in a while we all still talk. Same with Sarah. Right. Um, did you talk to your dad, like, about it or, like, after it had happened? Um, he wrote me a letter. Um, I didn't respond to it. Um, and then he reached out to me, actually, I think, like, two, like, a Thanksgiving after she passed or, like, a year later or something. And he was, like, blaming me for Sam's actions. I don't know, he's crazy, so. <laughs> Amanda was under the impression that children and youth were not checking in on her sister, despite all of the reports and calls that were made. And she believes if those calls would have been taken more seriously, this case may not have ended the way that it did. So obviously you have experience with children and youth. In this case, you said you made reports and you were having other people make reports. What changes do you think children and youth should make to have better handled this situation? Um, I think they should take the reports more seriously, especially if there's, like, several people calling about one person. Like, I think they should check into it a little bit more and think, like, oh, hey, you know, there's all these people calling about this particular person. Maybe something really is going on. And are you under the impression that they weren't checking in? No, they weren't. Okay. Um, is there anything else besides that than to actually check in on the kids that there are calls being made on? Is there anything else in particular that you would like to see happen? Um, I think just pretty much that. I think they should start taking, like, abuse accusations a little bit more seriously, especially when they're coming from family or, like, any kid, not even, you know, just my sister, any kid out there. Because I don't think there's many people like my sister that this happens to and children and youth just turn a blind eye. Right. So I think they should start taking their jobs a little bit more seriously or find a new job. Yeah. And now a quick word from our sponsors. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC stand for selling more cars and satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. To wrap up our conversation, I wanted to get Amanda's final thoughts looking back on the situation. Did she think she could have done something differently? What would she say to Samantha and Jared? What would she say to her sister? If you had one thing, if you had like the opportunity to say one thing to Samantha and Jared, what would you have to say? 
Um, I honestly don't think I'd have anything too nice to say to any of them, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's nothing for me to say. Yeah, and if, like, you could go back, do you think that you could have done anything differently to help the situation, or do you think that, you know, you did all you could and things just happened as they did? I mean, realistically, I did everything that I could. I mean, the only other thing I could have done was obviously, like, kidnap her, which she would have just been returned to the same situation, and I would be in jail without my kids right. and everything at that point. So I did everything legally that I could. I mean, I wish there was more I could have done, but of course, my hand, I, I called all the authorities, and nobody took anybody seriously. So, um, to wrap up, I guess I'll just ask you that, you know, if you could say something to your sister, what would you tell her? Um, that I miss and I love her and I wish there was more I could have done for her. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I know, as well as anyone, that listening to this story isn't easy, but in my eyes, Having people hear her story gets us one step closer to justice for Arabella Parker. Recognizing the rights and wrongs of those involved in this case allows us to realize the changes we need to make to prevent these wrongs and protect children. Stay tuned, there's plenty of story yet to come. And also, if you are enjoying the show or believe in our mission, please share it with your friends and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next week.